Are you looking at the the metrics for each post individually, or are you looking at a summary at the end of the month? Welcome to The Found Podcast with Molly Knuth, a podcast for women who are founding and getting found with their businesses online. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and my mission is to help women rewrite how we live and work on our own terms. We want to grow families, impact others for the better, and be a positive force in our communities. But we also want to have a fulfilling life, you know? In the past six years, I've gone from being a stay-at-home mom to a freelance social media marketer to a hashtag boss babe, managing client needs, talented team members, and my husband and four kiddos on our little farm here in Eastern Iowa. And what I've learned in that time is that it's not just about going full force or any one-size-fits-all strategy for a business owner. It takes you leaning into your unique gifts, intuition, and goals, and learning who you are as a person along the way to founding this business. So come along for lessons and stories from female founders growing and scaling their businesses through energetics, tried and true tactics, and high vibe personal growth. Be ready to get found. Well, hey there, listener. Today, I am so excited to bring you another in our coaching call series here at the Found Podcast with Molly Knuth. A couple of months back, when I was thinking about how I wanted to structure our time together this year at the Found Podcast, I thought, why don't I bring on people who have real questions in real time and give them real life guidance and advice? And I think it has been so much fun to sit across the Zoom table from small business owners and entrepreneurs who really just have these burning questions and want somebody who can give them a little guidance. And when I put out the call, I was so excited to hear from Marianne Baldwin. And she had a great question today about when you have so many things that you offer in your business, how do you bring cohesion and a system to all the places that you market? And I thought, oh my gosh, if this isn't a question that we all need to hear answers from in different times in our business. So today we're talking with Marianne Baldwin, like I said, and she is the founder and the owner of The Works in Lansing, Iowa. Now, The Works is essentially three different components. They have an innovation works, an office works, and a kitchen works. And what they do is offer co-working space, one-on-one services, meeting spaces, and team building activities for entrepreneurs and small businesses in Northeast Iowa. Everything that they do helps businesses launch, grow, and remain competitive in the marketplace. And Marianne herself is a go-getter, a doer, a dreamer. And as we were talking, like you could just hear how much that she cared about the people that she works with in her community and how much she believes in what the works can do to help business owners as they grow. So again, today we're talking about how do we bring all of that to the table in a way that is easy for her to execute and easy for the audience to understand when we're building marketing plans. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this coaching call with my friend, Marianne Baldwin. I am so excited to be sitting across from Marianne Baldwin today. Marianne represents the works in Lansing, Iowa. And Marianne, I'm going to turn the mic over to you and let you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do at the works. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be here. We are in uh, Lansing, Iowa. 
Although, um, you know, our goal is to reach, you know, as much of Northeast Iowa as we can and serve uh, people with um, the kinds of needs that we can serve. So we are uh, focused on, um, you know, first of all, people with a growth mindset, people who are looking to uh, grow and all the different ways that we can grow. And, um, you know, big focus and specialty among all of that is individuals who have ideas for a business. So um, we're a community for entrepreneurs and remote workers and people with side hustles and, you know, wherever you are in that entrepreneurial journey, uh, we're here to support you. And, um, you know, first and foremost, uh, our goal is to be a community for those people and, and provide support and resources. We have memberships. Uh, we, uh, the memberships include coaching and webinars. Um, we have a variety of kinds of coaching now um, for both startups and ongoing business interests. We have a website, a startup and design coaching. We have succession planning coaching, all kinds of things like that. So that's the, that's the main focus of, of what we're doing. Uh, but we also have a service for larger organizations called Innovation Works, where we help organizations create solutions to challenges they're facing. And the physical space uh, where we exist uh, was once a restaurant. So when I created this, um, this workspace, I have offices, meeting room, um, flexible work and event space. Uh, we kept part of the kitchen. So we also have a commercial rental kitchen. So if somebody's looking to try out a restaurant concept, um, you know, that path of entrepreneurism, we have a kitchen for them. So just lots of ways to support people who have a spark of an idea and, um, and want to grow it. I think it's so cool. Like we were talking before we hit record, there are so many things you do and so many things we could talk about and focus on because your end goal is to help that person, like you said, who wants to grow yep. more so on the business side, but looking at your socials, like there's vision board workshops, there's community gatherings, things like that. So there's really so many ways you could talk about what you do in your marketing. And so when this opportunity for coaching on air came up, you submitted a question and I was like, this is something that so many listeners probably encounter too. So I'm going to read your question, Marianne, and then we will get into how I would move forward in 2024. How's that sound? Sounds perfect. Wonderful. Okay. So Marianne asked, how do you organize and execute your content creation to support your audience and marketing? What tools do you use? How do you schedule your time to create and publish? How do you track audience engagement and conversion? And with each of those, I feel like those are each, like they could be standalone sure. questions. <laughs> As you because, read that, I but, was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> but I think we can answer parts of it today. But I think the big thing that I see, and I see it with a lot of business owners, that there's just so much that we could do. And when we are the person behind the business, we're like, well, I could talk about this. I could talk about that. And whether you're product or service-based, sometimes it's hard to know what to say when you have so many things to say. And we want to make sure that through our marketing, whether it's um, digital marketing, whether it is physical marketing, whether it's person-to-person -person marketing, it's all cohesive. It's mm -hmm. all like it talks to the business as a whole. And we want to make sure that no matter where they encounter our business or our brand, it all makes sense and they can understand how we help them. So right. what I do for my business owners who are on like my client roster, or if I were to sit across from them in a strategy session, 
The first thing I would do is identify what are your goals, both long-term and short-term. Who is your ideal client or customer? Write down like what are some specific aspects of that person and whether like where do they currently spend their time? What are the things they do at work that they love? What are the things they do that they don't love at work? What are the books they read? What are the podcasts they listen to? And we start to really build a profile around who that person is. So we know as the business owner of our business, like where should we be showing up, spending our time, money, and energy in order to reach that ideal client or customer? So those are the first two things I do, whether I'm with a month-to-month ongoing client of Molly Canuck Media, or if I'm sitting across from somebody in a one-time strategy session. We start with the goals, long-term and short-term. We identify the ideal client, and then we say, how do we talk to this person? And for a business like yours, especially at the beginning of the year, whether we're looking at January, February, March, anytime in quarter one, I think a great way to start to bring all of these pieces together is what I call like a reset the room kind of month. So I begin with a blank calendar and it's literally just like a monthly calendar that I'll print off from the internet. And I'll say, all right, I'm going to tell a story over the course of the month. And we're going to identify all of the different components of what makes our business, our business. And just like we would in a book or like we would watching a movie, we'll start by saying, who are our main characters? So a post that's like, hello, I'm Marianne. Here's what I like. Here's what I do. Here's how I can help you. And then we talk about setting. We are located in Northeast Iowa and we bring in the elements of like your radius. So the location that you serve, your setting can also be where you were talking about. This could be a completely separate post too, where it's like, we help brand new businesses in these ways. We help more established businesses in these ways. And then we move into what are like, just like a story, what are the complications? So like a movie or a book, we have that main character and they're experiencing like these hurdles or these roadblocks to what they want to accomplish. So this is where you speak to that ideal client and you say, hey, I know that you might not know how to put a website together. Let's talk about it. I know that you might be looking for space outside of your house because it's noisy. And in the wintertime, you just need to get out. Here's what we can offer. And so then you start identifying problems. But as the main character of that story, the person who needs your products and services, you are their guide that's giving them direction for where to go next. And so I think what I would recommend for you to do, and this is kind of, this is just like that overarching umbrella of the questions that you submitted is to just kind of have a plan of attack for your month. So I'd begin by doing like, what is that narrative structure and how does it apply to the work? So who are the characters involved? What is our setting, aka our location? What are the problems that our ideal client is currently experiencing? How can we guide them to solutions for that? And I put it all into a map, a map, aka a calendar. And then On that calendar, I identify like what, how many days I want to post each week, whatever is, um, fits in your schedule. And I'll talk about that in just a second, but I just spell it out. And for some clients, we just do one post a week for other clients that, uh, are a little bit more active. We'll do one post a day, but it all begins for me with that physical calendar. I knowing that I like to be the person who writes it on a piece of paper, crosses it off when it's done. 
Other people can use um, project management tools like Asana or ClickUp or something like that to get to a similar kind of thing, but they maybe just prefer a digital planner layout. So do you use any project management tools right now, whether they're digital or physical? Yep. I just started using Asana. I'm just pulling something out because I do have a paper base that I also just started using. So I just start using Asana, but I I got this um, workbook this year and it has exactly what you're talking about. So you can see my my chicken scratch, but yeah, I've got the whole, the month laid out. And then you can write, you know, there's different pages. You, there's a whole section up front where you can write a, a lot of the things that you just talked about. So, um, so yeah, I just started playing around with this in December and it, it helps a lot to go into it because otherwise you can't just sit down and say, oh, what am I going to post today? And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> there's well, yeah. Lot- and we- when you have that, when you're like, what am I going to post today? It's like, it puts a lot of pressure on you lot, creating yeah, the content. Yeah, for sure. And it makes you nervous. And then that creates a roadblock. And it also is like not, it's disconnected for your ideal plan. Say, yeah. or one you day together. Yeah. yeah. Need a plan. And yeah. Following that plan makes it make sense for the person on the other end. So mm-hmm. that's what I recommend. Um, once you get outside of that, like reset the room kind of month, which I think works really well in Q1. I also think that reset the room month works well in either August or September, like back to school. Let's remind everybody who we are and what we do. So I think those two times a year really work well. And then in those other months, I like to unite my calendar around either a theme or Mm -hmm. if you are an event base, which I know you have a lot of events, Mm -hmm. um, I can also tie in all the marketing around a specific event. So I saw when you were showing me your calendar, you said January, new beginnings. So everything I would, if that's how you want to structure the month around that topic, I would say everything that I put out is going to have that theme of new beginnings. So the quotes I pick, because I saw that you do quotes, it's all going to talk about new beginnings. The events that we feature is going to tie in that theme of new beginnings. The Maybe you do business features of your members and you say, this is where, how they started. This is their origin story, which is a new beginning. And so I think that could really work for you to have those thematic entries each month too. And you pick the theme based around a problem that your ideal client might have. So new beginnings, how to get started. Maybe in March, it makes sense to do something like tax planning and you can bring in experts who you have connections to, to guide your ideal clients. If you have events that tie into that, but I would create some kind of theme that unites all of the posts that you put out for the month. And that will guide your planning. It'll make bring a little peace of mind for you. And again, it'll create cohesion for the people on the other side. Does that make sense? Totally. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So let's dig in a little bit to some of the other aspects of the question. So that's how I organize content. As far as execution, tools that I use, and you I'm sure use these too, because I was looking at your posts, Canva is my go-to. It's always open on my computer for graphic development. Um, And then as far as like scheduling posts, I use just Meta Business Suite, which connects your Facebook and your Instagram accounts. There are Mm -hmm. other third-party scheduling tools that you can use. I know that there's um, Metricool is one, um, Hootsuite, HubSpot, and those can integrate more of the other platforms that are non-Meta affiliated. And so then you can just create and schedule everything from in there. Those are my two go-to tools. And then to just kind of talk about the execution of the content, 
This is how I approach it for myself and my clients. So you can adopt this or you can just filter out what works good for you and leave the rest. So around mid-month, which is where we're recording right now, this is where I look at the next month and I say, what do I want that theme to be? What events do I have coming up? What do I need people to know so that they can take action on in the month of February to get ready for March, Mm -hmm. for example? And then around mid-month is when I build out my content calendar and I say, this is what I'm going to talk about when. Mm -hmm. And so then for the interim time between the end of January and the beginning of February, for example, This is where I'm like just looking for content inspiration. So as we're having events, as people are coming in to use the kitchen, as people are um, using the co-working space, I'm getting photos, I'm getting video clips, and I'm just kind of in the gathering stage. Mm -hmm. And then each week of the month, I typically, I can crank it for certain clients. If we're just doing like one to three posts per week, Mm -hmm. I can dedicate about two hours a week and crank that out. Um, Obviously for more posts, you're going to need to devote more time to that. But I typically just have a block that I work on clients about two hours a week. And then that can help me get those posts for the week done. And then on the last day of every month, I stop. And this is one of your questions. I have a report that I've kind of identified internally. What are our key marketing aspects that we want to keep track of digitally? Mm -hmm. For each client. And on the last day of the month, I go into Meta Business Suite. I go into our website analytics. I go into like email if you're using an email software system. And then I document. And you can easily do this in a spreadsheet too if you're more a spreadsheet kind of person. I like to have a pretty Canva report myself. So I just have a Canva report that I go into. But I identify, and this is something that like going back to what do we do? Who do we help? And how do we, then how do we measure if we're reaching that person or not? Mm -hmm. And so like every month for certain clients, I report on follower count. I report on reach, how engaged they were. So you can track things like link clicks, profile visits, minutes of video views. Um, And then I also track things like messages received. Facebook does report that um, so that you can see, oh, I got 44 messages last month and 20 of those messages were from brand new people. So that indicates that, like, if I think about that critically, it's like, wow, that means that 20 new people are interested enough to send me a message, which Mm -hmm. indicates to me that they're a warmer lead than like just 20 likes on a post. Does that make sense, Marianne? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. And then you can integrate like, what is my web traffic? How many people came to my website? How many emails did I receive? So there's a lot of different data points you can report on, but you choose the ones that make the most sense and mean the most to you. And then you just set aside a time every month. I recommend every month to go through and document that so you can see trends and you can use that to make informed decisions when you create your content in the month ahead. So your game plan is already created, but then I take that data and I say, oh, it looks like more people responded to videos last month than in static posts. So when I create my February content, I'm going to follow my monthly plan but then the the shape that content takes is going to be a video-based content. Does that make sense? Yeah, very much so. Yep. There's a lot of good, a lot of good information in those statistics. You just have to take the time to mine them and yep, see what's yes. there. And the and you're right. It just is a matter of taking the time. And that can definitely be a part that we forget about. So 
I, it just, the more you can make it a habit, (laughs) it it takes a lot of intention at first, but put it in the calendar, block it out. And Mm -hmm. then it can, I think it'll take typically for my clients. Again, if we're looking at one to three posts per week, we can find that data in approximately 30 minutes and it'll be done. Obviously with more posts, you have more data to sift through, but I'd say like, it doesn't need to take a long time for it to be impactful. Are you looking at the the metrics for each post individually, or are you looking at a summary at the end of the month or how do you, do you really, do you that's a really good question. Each post. So what I do is I spend a lot, like if I were to log in right now, what I would do is start with like the information overview that you would get. If you just tap the insights button on Instagram or over on Facebook. And then that gives you kind of like a, just a information at a glance. And then what I do is I click in a little further. And so I will look at specific content, but in like Facebook business or sorry, meta business suite, when you're in that insights tab and you're looking at content, you can filter it. And so you can say, I want to see my top performers. And then you just click the little arrow next to reach. And so then I look at the top five and the bottom five or the top, if you post fewer than that, then I look at the top three and the bottom three. And I say, what are the common threads in these top three? Typically it's like, there are pictures of people, there are multiple images, things like that. The bottom three, I say, what can I learn from the bottom three here? And typically those are going to be your direct, like book with me now, contact me now, because those aren't necessarily engaging, but from a business perspective, we need to put that information out there from time to time. But I look at the individual pieces of content more so to sort them out and say, what are the commonalities between the top performers and the bottom performers? And what can I critically think about to determine why those fell that way? Perfect. Yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. Cause I was thinking, yeah, looking at each and every one of them. So I am trying to post every day, Monday through Friday, but then that's a lot of, a lot of navigation. Yeah, it is. And with, yeah. And so you can look at it and say, again, once you're starting to measure those uh, metrics over time, you can say, okay, in January, I posted every day, Monday through Friday, what was my <laughs> results of reach engagement? And then maybe those things that aren't measured on digital media too, like how many new memberships did we start? How many phone inquiries did I get? And then the next month you say, okay, maybe we're going to post three times a week. And then you can do the same thing at the end of February and say, all right, how many new memberships did we get? Even though we cut back on the content, how many new phone calls? And you can start to examine like how much time, what's that like critical tipping point of my time invested and what it ultimately generates for the business. That's great. Is there anything else, Marianne, that we didn't touch on or that you wanted to ask about before we end our time together? I think that's good. I, I like the idea about the, um, the the reset. You know, some of the things that I do offer are unique to the area. So I think it it's one of those things where you can't, even though you feel like you've told people a million times, you still probably haven't told them enough. So yeah, exactly. So if you just have to keep going back to the same talking points and bringing those up again. So that's, that's a great idea to, to um, do a refresh on that for sure. And then, um, and then, yeah, a lot of those things are things that I'm just trying to work into having the system, right? So just knowing this is picking out those days and saying, this is what I'm doing on this particular day. And, and then, and then having it all fit together and not having it all be disparate, like, well, this is what I thought of on Monday and here's what I thought of on Friday. And yeah. So 
a lot of intentionality there and it's very helpful. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Marianne. Will you let everybody know where's the best place to go if they are local to Northeast Iowa community? Where's the best place they can go to get more information about what you offer at the works and how they can interact with you? Yep. So LansingOfficeWorks.com is uh, my website and that has the best overview of the the memberships and coaching, uh, the innovation services and the commercial kitchen, all of that you know, each, each of those areas has its own space and explanations and, and areas to interact with. And then um, on Facebook, uh, my Facebook is Lansing Works, and that's the best place to get sort of a feel for, you know, what's happening here. And um, both, both in advance, um, we do have ways to register for our events on the website, but um, just in terms of a real-time sense of what we're doing and what's happening, um, that's the best place to check us out. And then we're, we're on Instagram as well. Lansing Office Works, but we did just rebrand. That was the other thing. That's the re- one of the reasons why I'm doing sort of this refresh on content too. We rebranded as the Works because I have the I have Office Works, Kitchen Works, and Innovation Works. So um, I decided to bring this umbrella, simplify it, and then you can you know take your deep dive on you know whatever whatever aspect of our offerings interest you. So so that's a good opportunity to do a refresh on everything as well. Oh yeah. Marianne, this is exactly how I would lay out your calendar. Like week one, you're doing, here's the people behind it. So you, who are the people you help? Week two, all the posts are about the office work. Week three are all about the kitchen works. Week four, all about innovation works. And so you're bringing structure to your week. You can still incorporate timely things if you do have something funny that pops up, but then it gives you that structure and that overall plan. So love that so much. And we'll make sure that we link to all of those in the show notes. So they're just one click away for listeners. But Marianne, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate your your questions and having you on the show. Yep, Great insights. Very helpful. Thank you. Gosh, I just loved being able to chat with Marianne about all of that. And I hope it helped you understand how you can bring a system and some cohesion to your own marketing in 2024. Now, if you want to learn more about Marianne and what they offer at The Works, you can visit LansingOfficeWorks.com. That's going to be the best one-stop shop solution to find out all about the Innovation Works, the Office Works, and the Kitchen Works. And you can also follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and soon LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening today, friend. If you are interested in coming on the podcast for a coaching call, Shoot me a DM over on Instagram at mollyknuth underscore MKM, and we can get you on the schedule. All right, take care, be well, and I'll be back in the future with another episode of The Found Podcast. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in to The Found Podcast. If you loved what you heard in today's episode, please head over to The Found Podcast on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. It means so much to know how you think about these episodes where I pour out my heart or to know what strategies you found most effective from our guest experts. While you're there, you can also check out that library of 100 plus episodes of stories of female founders and successful strategies for getting found in your business. Thank you again for being here this week and I'll be back with even more in next week's episode.